0: Hey everybody, this is Tyler Buckingham co-host of the American shoreline podcast, and we've got a great show for you today. We are providing some live coverage of the 2022 national ocean exploration forum from here in Austin, Texas, our headquarters for the American shoreline podcast network. Very cool to have such a neat convening here in Austin. Uh, I've got four awesome guests here to talk us through what exactly is happening at this forum. With us today is Kristen Urenzik, Abby Ackerman, Dan Rogers, and Katie Fillingham, all from the Consortium of Ocean Leadership. What I want to do here is uh, give you all uh, a primer as to what this forum is. We will be doing some shows throughout the week, uh, and I'm looking forward to providing those to you. Uh, But in the meantime, I'm going to turn to Kristen, if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the Consortium for Ocean Leadership.
1: Sure, thanks, Tyler. Um, Kristen Urinsik, I'm the Vice President and Director of Research and Education at Consortium for Ocean Leadership. We're a nonprofit community organization. We represent the ocean science community. Our members include universities with graduate degree programs in ocean science, as well as other academic research institutions, industry, philanthropy, other nonprofits, and professional societies. And on behalf of this community, we advocate for basically federal investment in ocean science and technology, workforce development, um, robust uh, national capacity to do ocean science and to understand our oceans. Um, And as part of that, we do a lot of convening to bring these different sectors and partners and collaborators across the ocean science community together to talk about how we can address national and societal priorities that involve the ocean or innovation and this is one of those of many events that that we do on behalf of the community.
0: Kristen, could you tell me a little bit about uh, the organization, a a little bit more about the organization? Uh, Why was it created exactly? What's the history of it? How long has it been in existence?
1: Um, Well, Consortium for Ocean Leadership was uh, formally established in 2007, but we were the merger of two pre-existing organizations that have kind of an intertwined history. Um, In the early 70s, I'm going to say, an organization called the Joint Oceanographic Institutions was formed, and this was basically to provide a neutral, unbiased um, community organizer for deep-sea drilling programs. Um, So to not host the program at one of the uh, participating research institutions, but to have that sort of community organizer leading it.
0: Okay. Kind of a neutral corner?
1: Exactly. Right. And uh, over the years, they got a little bit more involved in advocacy work. And that's when the Consortium for Ocean Research and Education actually spun off of Joint Oceanographic Institutions. Wow, and there's
0: a whole evolution. <laughs> it
1: here. is, yeah, and, they, and we were focused mostly on um, partnerships, smaller programs that were around this community, convening policy advocacy um, support for federal agencies and their collaborations, um, such as supporting the National Oceanographic Partnership Program. That was a big part of the of CORES' uh, original work, and then over time. Um, the community started to feel like why do we have these two organizations representing the community um and so we came back together and formed the consortium for ocean leadership
0: and when was that
1: 2007.
0: okay so this you guys have been around for a while yeah and uh can i get a little bit of the history behind the uh, national exploration forum i understand that these occur semi-regularly uh as has this been going on ever since the very beginning katie fillingham why don't you take this one
2: yeah thanks tyler um yeah so the national ocean exploration forums are mandated in the legislation that created noaa ocean exploration who is our partner in organizing this event um, the first forum was in 2013 um and there have been six forums since then and this is the seventh one and they've focused on various topics that are important to the ocean exploration community. It's a community driven event. Um, So this forum, well, I should say the first forum in 2013 um, was focused on bringing the community together to envision where a national ocean exploration program should be in 2020. So when we started organizing this event, which has been a year in the making, um, we had just ended 2020. So we thought that it might make sense to look back on where the community um, has been in accomplishing those goals from the 2013 forum, but also look ahead to the next decade of ocean exploration. So that is the overarching theme for this event. Um, I think I'm gonna pass it to Dan to talk a little bit more about that.
3: Dan Rogers, what do you have to say? Yeah, thanks, Tyler. Thanks, Katie. Uh, my name's Dan Rogers. I'm also a program specialist for ocean exploration at COL. Uh, And yeah, so as Katie mentioned, the 2013 forum kind of envisioned what exploration might look like, you know, about 10 years in the future. And so we are doing the same. We are mirroring that theme with uh, what we're calling the Ocean Exploration Blueprint 2032, where we're bringing, bringing together members of the community to try to envision five and 10 year, tangible, actionable milestones for the next decade of ocean exploration. And one of the things, you know, that we've been emphasizing Uh, with this particular event is the importance of bringing all different types of organizations, individuals, community members together in order to advance the overall ocean exploration enterprise. At this particular event, we have about 100 or a little more than 100 members from government agencies, academic institutions, uh, nonprofits, philanthropics, um, industry of all types, as well as tribal and indigenous indigenous organizations. uh, funnily enough. (laughs) And podcasters very important to uh, to our public engagement aspect of the program. And so, you know, we're we want to get all these different types of people in the same room to try to envision uh, how we can collectively advance ocean exploration over the next decade. Really, with an emphasis on you know why we explore and how we explore, and the why we explore being important because you know we don't want to just explore for exploration's sake. We want to explore for the benefit of the nation and of the public, right? And so we're looking at themes such as uh, data to address societal needs. So not just data for collecting data's sake, but what are the particular applications in the blue economy in conservation um, and other other types of applications that are relevant, Um, but also public engagement and impact because without the support of the public, you're not gonna get the increase in resources. You're not gonna get the support that you need to advance and grow the exploration community.
0: Wow, and I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, being here, the vibe is incredible. There is an incredible group of people uh, gathered here, and uh, can I? H- how did how did this group come to be assembled? Uh, did, it's it's not an open to the public normal conference. This is kind of an invitation situation. How did how did you come up with this list, if I may
3: ask? It was by invitation only, not to be exclusive but to make sure we had balanced representation. Um, we, you know, you know, we really wanted to get uh, different voices to the table, including voices that may not have historically or traditionally been included in uh, discussions around ocean exploration. And so you, know, you might get a tendency if you were to make it an open invitation to get the academics who are, you know, this conference would probably be mostly academics if that were the case, but we wanted to balance all kinds of different voices again, across government, nonprofits, tribal indigenous groups and, and industry groups uh, for all, all different types of applications. So we did a lot of you know, searching for different organizations that may have interests and even tangential interests in ocean exploration data and, and public engagement and really just tried to balance uh, all kinds of different perspectives and different voices uh, to make sure we were getting a diversity of perspectives. Uh, and one of the things that you mentioned is this blueprint
0: uh, idea. Um, and uh, the idea that what's happening here is uh, the attendees are kind of coming together, uh, there's some amazing talks, uh, and then there's these breakout groups uh, wherein uh, basically ideas are attempted to be put down into these like, big boards of, uh, that are going to guide the, the blueprint process. Um, I would love to hear, you know, how this was conceived, and you know what the process is to to actually create the blueprint after this forum has completed.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, uh, the blueprint structure itself, actually, just taking it a little bit of a step back, was created in collaboration with our advisory committee, which we pulled together um, a little over a year ago now to help us envision what this forum was going to focus on specifically, and as I said earlier, um, we were kind of modeling the 2013 forum um, and kind of looking ahead to the next decade of ocean exploration. And in talking with our advisory committee about the best way to organize ourselves to do that, um, as Dan said, kind of looking at the intersection of how we explore um, and why we explore kind of came to the surface. Um, And that is really how the blueprint structure came together, because we were trying to think about how we could kind of better visualize that to make the meeting as productive as possible. Envisioning five and ten-year milestones is a huge uh, lift, it's a huge effort, um, so we wanted to make it as streamlined as possible to get as much of an outcome as we could get in the two and a half days that we're here. Um, and the initial process in in helping us get there was commissioning six white papers that were um, the themes of which are um, at the intersection of that blueprint matrix. So that's kind of the first step. We brought together um, almost 12 authors to help us write those white papers. And then from there, um, we uh, pulled together 10 breakout groups, breakout leaders to help us um, establish what the breakout groups were gonna focus on. And we really left it to them. They're the experts in this uh, field. So we really left it to them to help Kind of figure out what these conversations were going to look like um and yeah we're really looking forward to their discussions they're happening right now so uh, we <laughs> i
0: i just ducked out of mine to be here to record this show with y'all so we could kick this off for you the aspn listeners you can follow along a little bit but if you're interested in this and and every one of our listeners should be interested in this really check out the white papers i think that that those are available where can we find the white papers
2: yeah so the white papers are on the forum website um it's oceanleadership.org forward slash NOEF 2022. We can share the link with you if you Absolutely. want. Absolutely.
0: And and the reason why this is important is because, you know, first of all, let me just pause and say, you know, we're, we're breezing over the term ocean exploration, but this might be one of the most compelling Aspects of the land water interface if if you live work if you consider yourself a coastal citizen If you're listening to aspn any of our shows i'm guessing that the idea of exploring the ocean lights your fire and in this forum the 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 advocates that are going to be advocating for government expenditure in this field are coming up with their priorities, okay, so ladies and gentlemen this is this is a very interesting and important uh gathering and i've just got to say it's coming at an interesting time not only did the pandemic occur but uh it's my my perception of kind of just the 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 vibe along the american shoreline in the ocean space is that you know the blue economy concept has really lit fire caught on fire uh, our attitudes broadly in this country about climate change have shifted dramatically and I um, you know what let me let me direct this one to you Kristen what what do you th- as an organization I mean is is does this particular event kind of stand out as like boy this is happening at an interesting piece of, period of time I mean, It does seem like the conditions have changed a little bit.
1: Uh, Thanks, Tyler. That's a good question. And um, it it is a good time to be having these conversations. There's um, a lot of priority around you know, as you said, the blue economy, but what that means, uh, and how that's shifting to less extractive industries in the ocean, but more towards information that's going to inform actions we can take to better sustain our planet to mitigate climate change, and address uh, a lot of the challenges that our coastal communities are going to be facing. And so, ocean exploration is important because there's still so many aspects so many parts of our ocean that we have almost no data for at all and so ocean exploration is about filling those very critical geographic gaps giving us some baseline understanding that we can then build on through observation programs and and continued research
0: it's the it's the it's like the knife's edge right it's like that it's right there and it's truly fascinating. Dan, it looked like you wanted to say something.
3: Yeah, I, I think that was well said, Kristen. And, you know, there's definitely in the last few years been a push to expand the definition of ocean exploration. Whereas, you know, when the program started many years ago, it may have been considered an agnostic collector of data without necessarily any, you know, particular application. But there's a real emphasis right now on going to the end users of ocean exploration data and allowing them to inform how we explore, because ultimately they're the benefactors, right? They're the people that are the or the organizations they're going to be that are going to be using the, that data for societal benefit. So instead of just going off in a silo and exploring and collecting the data that. You know, we think is important uh, for whatever reason. Let, you know, there's an emphasis on going to the end user and making sure it's it's useful information, as Kristen said, uh, for for later studies and applications. Well, it's. I think we've established
0: that this is very important, and it is. It's that's no joke. This is going to really uh, influence the way that our the, the United States is going to engage in ocean exploration, and uh, there's a five and ten year kind of mile marker uh element here to the blueprint so you know th- this is this is fascinating stuff i've got to say I'm, i've i've had the pleasure of going to all sorts all manner of coastal and ocean related uh conferences and uh this is really interesting now it, we are in day one we've i've it's been an amazing kickoff day but i would love to uh tell our audience a little bit about what is going to be happening here over the over the the period of the forum let's uh uh, let's see. We're going to go with Katie here on this one. What, what's our uh, what's the itinerary look like?
2: Yeah, so the rest of today, um, the group's in breakout, um, and then we'll come back tomorrow. And it's really just going to be a series of um, report outs from those breakout sessions so that the plenary can have a discussion about what each of the breakouts, uh, breakout groups have heard so that there's synthesis happening throughout the process. Um, there's going to be other... Panels like you saw today with our white paper authors, which are really meant to help tee up the breakout session conversations. And then we'll have two more breakout sessions tomorrow. And then we'll conclude um, on Wednesday with a report out from that final breakout session from Tuesday afternoon. And then a synthesis panel, actually, that will, um, with some key members of the community, they'll share their perspectives of what they've heard over the course of the last two days um, and really give the community a chance to kind of revisit and, and synthesize what they've heard so that uh, we all and our breakout leaders can take it back to work on a report that will hopefully be um, very useful for the community going forward.
0: Dan, you have something you'd like to add.
3: Yeah, and so that was a great description of our in-person component of the event, um, but we do wanna emphasize it in this era of COVID, you know, and also in honoring our intention of being as inclusive of different perspectives and voices as possible we do have a virtual component as well that includes uh, about i know today we had about 30 or 40 people on a zoom meeting uh, throughout the entire day that were able to actively participate in the chat log and we actually took their questions from the chat and presented it to the keynote speakers and to the panelists on stage Um, and we also uh, have an online uh, contribution form mechanisms so people online can watch the sessions and write down their own thoughts about where we should be in five and ten years, and th- those responses will directly inform the summary report that uh, that is authored after this event. And so, again, just trying to be as inclusive and and bring as many voices to the table as possible. That means including people who may not be able to travel to Austin, Texas, this week. That's important. That's very important. Abby, we haven't heard from you yet and I, I i don't exactly
0: even know what to ask you but what, what what should we fill in what should we understand maybe from an organizational perspective about what's happening here
4: i would say that i think one of the most important things to take away from the forum and it this kind of gets back to your question of what an interesting time it is to be doing this is yeah. i think people are really interested in new aspects of ocean exploration that they maybe haven't been interested in before um or haven't been able to talk about, or there haven't been people willing to listen to. So I'm really excited going forward that both our forum and our organization will help keep facilitating these conversations um, in the future about questions like new technologies, but also questions like justice and how we tie into this kind of larger picture of living on the planet.
0: And let me ask, uh, you know, when when everyone goes home and logs out of Zoom and and uh, you know we, we have our final beer or whatever the case is, and we, we move on. Uh, the work does not stop uh, for the Consortium for Ocean Leadership. No, the, the work actually maybe just kind of kicks off. Uh, what are the next steps?
4: Uh, well, the immediate next step is writing this report and we will start um, sending it out to not just uh, people who are at the forum, but people who weren't at the forum, people who, as um, Dan and Katie said, Maybe had a tangential interest in ocean exploration or didn't think they had an interest in ocean exploration and kind of get them to start seeing what's going on. So that as we go forward with the next kind of regularly scheduled forum as an ocean exploration community, um, we can really take
1: what we plan in this meeting and grow that and continue to grow it.
0: Kristen, what do you got?
1: I'd also just like to mention Ocean Leadership's been working with NOAA's Office of Exploration on these kind of building collaboration on partnership building for a couple of years. And we've this is a series of events. This is the forum is the largest of events that we've done, but we're gonna continue to support these kinds of community dialogues to keep the conversations going. So the conversation doesn't end here. The, the convening of people, um, partnership building, it doesn't end. Uh, at the same time, Ocean Leadership is a broad not just ocean exploration but the entire ocean communities organization and as I mentioned in the introduction we advocate to Congress and so you know these kinds of priorities that come out here we can help to educate our policymakers about what's needed and what's important um, to the various stakeholders and sectors
0: hugely important hugely important to get a de-siloed kind of diverse group of people together uh, that will then go back to the Consortium for Ocean Leadership. Y'all will then be using all of this information gathered to advocate and I'm gonna also say educate uh, because we've had, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've had on some, even some of the most uh, knowledgeable senators and, and elected officials need to be Educated about what's going on out, out there. It is a big world. That's one of the things I've learned podcasting about the ocean and coast is that there are so many specialists, so many, you know, P- PhDs in areas that are, I mean, it's incredible. That's what science gives us. But in order to be able to all come into a room and see the big picture, see what we're working on together, and then maybe where we're not, I think, I think that that's just such an important uh, thing to see and it's an important thing to take to Congress you you bet uh, and I think that's where the leadership component comes in I mean that's an interesting word A consortium i I know ocean I know leadership uh, talk could you speak to that term that word leadership and, and exactly what we're going for there
1: Yep. Yep. That's a that's a great question, and um, I know we we were trying to uh, educate you earlier when we were talking offline about consortium of versus consortium for, and our official title is for, but we're a little bit of both, right? Our members really are the leading ocean science and technologists and, and educators in the country. Um, But what we are working toward is building national leadership for ocean science. And that is in our policymakers, that is in our students and next generation of ocean science and public servants. So um, it's, it's all of that. It's trying to bring the importance of understanding our ocean to the forefront of the national discussion.
0: Well, I think we got to leave it off with that. Ladies and gentlemen, our guests are Kristen Urenzyk, Abby Ackerman, Dan Rogers, and Katie Fillingham. Thank you all so much for introducing us to the 2022 National Ocean Exploration Forum and the Consortium for Ocean Leadership. And ASPN listeners, look forward to a few more episodes coming from the forum. I will be talking to people who uh, I find interesting and who I bump into and who want to come on the show. So stay tuned for more action here from the 2022 National Ocean Exploration. Exploration Forum.